Season two, episode number Emmett Smith, twenty-two, and uh, today we are reviewing the uh, Migos' new album, Culture Two. And today I had to bring some friends, so I'm super excited about today's podcast. Uh, I brought on this. Uh, it's two of the three. It's through the crate podcast. Uh, they're on all platform. Uh, we have today Cedric and Tressy helping us out on this review. What, what up, you guys? Up, uh, please introduce up. yourself. What's up, y'all? This is Tressy. Uh, and this is Cedric. And we're through the crate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, through the crate. You guys can find them on Twitter at through the crate pretty simple and um check out their podcast man they're they're on every platform pretty much where you find your uh podcast they kind of talk about things that is happening through the culture through the lens of hip-hop and what i think makes up pretty dope and you know i'm saying this like you guys are not here what, what I, no, I, like to, I like to listen to people talk about me when i'm right there go ahead bro <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it what I, th- what I think makes you guys tight is bad you guys uh do a good job just like kind of having a conversation you guys just not like hot take for the sake of hot take it's just kind of like open dialogue and uh i like the tone of you guys is um you guys podcast so i think if you guys fuck with us man you guys should check out through the crate uh i think they're dope they got my co-sign for sure oh and, thank you bro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with that all, with, that, with the love all out the way, I'm going to hop into this background check for Migos, just in case anybody don't know who these guys Migos are. Let's hit them with a little background check. Who does he think he is? I just told you who I thought I was. A god. I just told you. That's who. Oh, god. Migos coming out of Lawrenceville, Georgia. Migos is a hip-hop group made up of three rappers, Quavo, Takeoff, Offset, Amigos first splashed on most people's radar in 2013 with the single Versace. Capitalizing on the success of Versace, they dropped YRN and No Label 2 the next year. These projects landed them a deal with 300 Entertainment. Under 300, they dropped YRN Part 2. And the single Fight Night, Rich Nigga Timeline, and the debut album, Young Rich Nation. And after all that, Amigos decided to leave 300 and go over to Quality Control Music in 2015. As you guys know, Quality Control Music is pretty much running the the radio right now, especially with the trap music, and they are just dropping projects like crazy. Exactly, QC's uh, everywhere. Yeah, I'm all, I'm almost had enough. They're about to drown me. QC. <laughs> I need a break. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, other than do uh, label Migos drop mixtapes like Back to the Bando with the lead single uh, Look at My Dab. That record pretty much had everybody dab until Young White Suburban Kids killed it. Yep. Then uh, <laughs> then Donald Glover Donald Glover won the award for the show Atlanta and said I would like to thank God for this award. And just in case you guys are wondering, Bad and Bougie is my all-time favorite song, and it's been pretty much lit for Amigos ever since. Yeah, Culture dropped with major success. Amigos been walking around like the new Trap Beatles, so today it's only right that uh, we hop into their new project, Culture 2. And, whew, that was a lot, so I'm going to toss it to you guys. Uh, Through the Crate. Cedric, Tressy, whichever you guys want to go first. How are you guys feeling about this new Migos album when it dropped? I mean, when it first came out, I was pretty excited because, you know, like you said, they had this whole buildup. They had released culture um, off the strength of Bad and Bougie. And, you know, it didn't really disappoint because, you know, they I feel like culture was their moment of kind of saying, all right, we're the Migos. This is our sound. This is what we do. And. 
they named it Culture, and they literally ran the, the, that sound for that year. I mean, there yeah. were, whether it was Gucci that came out after or, uh, you know, Two Trains, put, you know, they still, you heard the impact of that Culture album throughout the entire year. So going into this one, with the album dropping damn near a year after the first one dropped, I'm like, okay, they're trying to take over 2018 too. Let's <laughs> let's see what they got. You know? Yeah, I think they actually dropped it dropped it the day of uh, the the same day that Culture dropped last year. Yeah, oh, um, wow. but that's dope. Yeah, crazy. But um, I I actually was um, uh, waiting for this one too because I was surprised by Culture. I, I'm not a big Migos fan. I look I only look for their singles. So um, when I heard culture and i actually went through the whole album i was like you know what i was pleasantly surprised so i was really uh, excited to get into this one um yeah work and then i'm, I'm on the same boat as y'all uh, i'm just like you tressy a lot of you know what's funny when i be listening to you guys podcast i agree with a lot you gotta say so it's kind of <laughs> funny it's like one of the first few things you say i agree with too i wasn't uh, i wasn't personally a big fan of migos before culture but that whole album had me wanting to, you know, cook up some dope right? and buy some jewelry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was about to open and up so, a trap house. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so when I uh, so when Culture Two was dropping, of course I was excited too. And then uh then the day came when it finally dropped. I saw the twenty six songs before I listened and I and I instantly clutched my pearls. Oh so twenty six songs, Migo album I was excited to start and like every momentum I had going into like my excitement for this album instantly was taken aback. And it's like the it, group that gave me so many hits like uh Hannah Montana, Versace, Bad and Bougie. It's t-shirt. like come on man, I'm not here for the album. No, the I'm here mo- for the, me- hits. the most important one though out of all those hits was Fight Night. Fight, yeah, Night, Fight was Night was the, the most one. important. But yeah, I just yeah. had to point that out. Well, yeah, because Fight Night was that big hit where they didn't use the Migos flow. Because everybody right. was like, oh, the Migos got the Migos flow. They came out with Fight Night. Like, no, we didn't do that flow at all. So, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Touche. Like, Touche. They, could, they, they showed the range on that one for sure. And um, But yeah, man, so I was excited just like you guys. And then the day it dropped, I saw the 26. It kind of killed all the excitement I had. But, uh, I was immediately we here, we here ex- exhausted. Immediately, <laughs> yeah. we hear now. Uh, we have, like I said, twenty four songs. This album runs, I believe, about twenty three hours long. <laughs> it's like an hour and a half, hour forty minutes. So there's a lot of records here. With that being said, we're gonna hop into our highlight record. Yep, it's Vontae the Pro, and I'm here to remind everybody to go over to GoFundMe.com backslash Hip Hop Review Podcast. We need donations. We need to keep this thing going. Donations help us out a lot. Everything you can give to us, we highly appreciate it. We want to be like the Migos and be bad and bougie one day. That'd be dope. Also, I want to give a shout out to Through the Crate Podcast. You guys are awesome. And I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast and holding it down. And um, if you guys, for whatever reason, missed that whole URL that I gave out, the link will be in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show and let's get to these highlight records. Tell them to bow down to me and greatness. Well, they ain't never do what I do. They wish they could do what I do. All right, man. Uh, 24 songs. Uh... There gotta be something you guys like. Uh, <laughs> 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 there's a little bit of something for everybody. So through the crate, do you guys want to hop into uh, your guys' highlight record first? Yeah, you know, Tressie asked me. She's like, "Yo, what was your highlight record?" And I, I was pretty quick. 
I came pretty quick with it. Right. Uh, it was definitely <laughs> stir fry. And she's like, man, that's mine too. I'm like, well, you know what? I guess it's out of 24. We both got the same highlight <laughs> record. Right. Uh, I guess it means it's a pretty good song. But no, yeah. uh, definitely stir fry for me. Uh, the beat was definitely something different that I would not hear, that I w- wouldn't think I'd hear the Migos on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Pharrell's on there, so you definitely get that bounce. You definitely get the drums. Uh the whole concept, the kind of Asian kind of concept, it was it was hot, man. I like. Yeah, it. I mean, and then like the sample that um, that Pharrell uses in that beat is it gives you like a little bit of a nostalgic feeling. Uh, that that whistle, I can't whistle, remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember what the song is off the top of my head right now. But um, but yeah, that 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 was dope. And then like the chorus is very melodic and very catchy and very. Um, you know, it just goes with the bounce of the whole song. Pharrell sure. been on that bounce, you know, since that Lemon song, too. So I'm yeah, pretty sure they, he made both of these songs in the same night that, or something that same, like that. Right. right. He was in that same bounce. lane of right. creativity that night, yeah. Exactly. So that that's that's what I love about it. And again, I'm a singles, I'm a Migos singles fan, so. Yeah, and, and you know, this this song kind of broke up the monotony of the album, too, of their, For sure. their song structure. Like, there right. was definitely, like, a, there was a pre-chorus, there was a chorus, there was a, a post-chorus, and then a verse. Like, they, they had some type of variation uh, from what they were doing on pretty much the other 23 songs. For sure. Yeah, that song was so hot, I was like, why don't we have more Pharrell songs on right. this album? Like, what is going on? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I agree with everything you guys are saying. That whistle does stand out. Heavy mm-hmm. synth pianos on there, and then the, uh, the hook, the... In the kitchen, uh, in the kitchen, wrist twisting like a stir fry will always be dope to me. So, I but even hear. but even that keep watching me, yep. yeah. like that, which I think is a Pharrell thing. Like oh, yeah. I, I could have, sw- I, I swear, Pharrell came up with that part. He probably did. He I, had to. I could hear him singing that. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it sounds like a like a, a throwaway cut from like girl or something. You know what I mean? Just like <laughs> right. a random. Exactly. Like, you know what? I had this dope part on here. Let me let me. Right. Come on, amigos. Quavo, can you sing this real fast? <laughs> and he definitely did it. But it's For sure. But yeah, and it goes with the beat. I mean, musically, like around uh, the beat and the singing together, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Melt. And I, I co-sign with you with like, uh, I think Pharrell did come with it just because like the the, the melody of it does kind of ride the piano. So mm-hmm. yep. Uh, yep. that's why I think it, that's definitely uh, Pharrell brought that one over. For sure. And uh, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to hop into my highlight record. For sure. Okay, to me, there's one record on this album that is head and shoulders better than the rest. <laughs> <laughs> and it's track three, Narcos. And as soon as you get hit by that Spanish guitar, Yo. it feels like you get hit with that good old cocaina. Yes! <laughs> hey. And the sample comes from uh, the record Less. Les Tafikrios de Panacea Vele. Great sorry accent. For, what? what? Yeah, sorry for butchering <laughs> it, but, uh, you know, no habla. <laughs> but uh, this record is definitely, for me, uh, I, I'm happy to hear it because uh, I never thought I'd hear a Spanish and trap combo, so that was that was pretty dope. Yeah. And uh, feel free to tell me if I'm lying, but if you go out drinking and this record come on, tell me you're not moving to this beat as soon as this record come on. Nah, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. That was, like, my second favorite song on the whole thing i think those are the only two songs i actually went to if i yeah. ever like i went back to this album once after i listened to it all the way through 
And that was the that was the other those were the two songs. Yeah, you're always kind of waiting on Narcos and Stir Fry every time you listen through this album. Exactly. And then um, the hook to me is like one of the best hooks on the album. Trapping like it's Narcos got dope like Pablo. Then you got those uh you know those ad libs hitting on the hook. So right, Migos always killing ad libs. Quavo he's trying to separate himself from the mumble rappers. This that real rap no mumble. Yep. I would I would say it's a stretch uh, yeah. calling Migos real rap, but uh, I would definitely say they are not mumbles rappers. How do you guys feel about that bar from uh, Quavo? I mean. I think that was him just trying to differentiate himself from the mumble rap category. Not necessarily yeah. saying he is like a real like MC, like he's he's the next second coming of Nas or something. But I think it's literally <laughs> him just separating himself from all the other lils out there, you know? Yeah, I feel that. And it, uh and I and I think they got the right to feel that because they are not mumble rappers. There is a clear difference between the two. And I would say, for me, Take Off is the star of the record. He has my uh, he has my favorite verse, and he's going last. And then, uh, yeah, so hard record, uh, Narcos. I mean, yeah, Take Off definitely. I mean, not even just this record, but I mean, if you look at, I mean, Take Off definitely has some standouts on this project. All together, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, to up me, and Take down. Off just the best rapper in the group. He, I don't he even know how to the play best that. Hooks. But uh, oh, I would say he's the best rapper in the group. What do you say, Sam? Man, it's it's hard to say. I mean, I definitely know it's not Quavo. N- <laughs> not, not, to, not to throw shots at Quavo, like he can't rap, but he's he's definitely more on the you know sonic and and vibe side of the Migos. You know, he kinda, right. he kind of sets the tone vibe wise. Um, I mean, Takeoff has that the flows though. I mean, and he he's 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 in in that pocket. Yeah. But I would also have that same argument for Offset. And I would have the argument that Offset has the flow, but Takeoff has the energy. Because Takeoff is the main ad-libber. You know what I mean? Like, he's the yeah. one that comes through and gives you that energy for that song. But I'm. Not, but then again, I've, it's a good argument between both of them being the best rapper of that group, I guess I'm you could do say. Look like he had a <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but I would agree with you, too, uh, about what you said earlier about that beat. When that beat came on, I was very surprised. I was like, what? Migos doing this? Like, with some... Some type of fucking Latin vibe. Like I was, I was, I was pleasantly surprised on that. Were, 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 and uh, cool. Let's close out our highlight record, and then if you guys are down, you guys want to hop over to this general side of this uh, podcast. The show. All right. This is special cloth alone. All right, man. Some special cloth on this album. There's 24 songs. So again, we gotta find something. And uh, so I'm gonna hit you guys with this. Migos are known as hit makers. They last album they gave us bad and bougie. T-shirt, slippery, get right with you. And so, uh, what hits do you guys see? Is there any hits coming out of this album? Do you guys see outside of our highlight records? Is there any more? Even like some low-key cuts that like maybe won't make it to the radio, but make it to the uh, rap caviar playlist or something like that. <laughs> well, I could definitely tell you that Walk It Talk It is gonna make it to the rap caviar list because yeah. Drake's on it. I mean. How you not gonna get that over there? It's, it's Drake. Like, it's Drake, and even though I hate that song, like I don't like that song, it's gonna get, it's gonna be there. Um, but one other song that I was gonna say that's gonna be a hit off of this, I think, is "Bad Bitches Only." Yeah. I mean, oh for sure, that yeah. that one is just. I'm, it's I haven't listened to the radio recently, but I'm pretty sure it's ringing off already. Um, yeah, how do you think they're gonna uh, get that for the radio? "Bad Bitches Only." Bad, I don't know. I bad mean, chicks only. only. Oh, bad chicks? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Bad <laughs> or bad, bad bads. Bad bads only. Bad bads only. I like that. I mean, bad there's bad plenty of different ways to edit shit nowadays. 
Yeah, yeah, bad, bad. I like bad, bad only. But no, yeah, I mean, you know, with that, with that bad bitches only. I mean, Kanye's on the on the track. Yeah. Uh, Production. Uh, you got Twenty One Savage doing the hook. You know, the samples in the background. It's it's just again, it's a different sounding beat for Migos too. You know, and there were the, the few highlights I've had on this on this project were the ones where the Migos were on something different, different. right? Different right. sounding for them. Uh, so yeah, bad bitches only definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, man, uh, Emoji Chain could probably be a hit too. Uh, not one of my favorites, but I could definitely see that possibly popping off too. Word, yeah, and I co-sign with you on both the songs you guys brought brought up with like Bad Bitches Only. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, Twenty One Savage was just a was a star on that record. Yeah. I didn't even realize how much I liked them until I listened to that song. I was like, damn, <laughs> I've been hating on Twenty One for too long, and it needs to stop because he killed that verse. He didn't even use none of his like famous Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One ad libs to kind of like fill the song out, right? Which I thought was dope and kind of like shows growth for him. And then um, Walking Like I Talk It, like I know you said that's one's gonna make it to the rap caviar playlist and like you really don't like it and i have like a hate love relationship with that song too because like they'll walk it like i talk it walk it like i talk it it always gets stuck in my head and it overstays it's welcome it's annoyingly catchy it's like short simple childish but i'll be lying if like i damn near three four songs after i listen to it in the back of my head i'm thinking Walk it like I talk it. But Walk I, it like I talk it. I think one of the things that, that it really annoys to me is that it's the way that it was recorded. It sounds like he was in a tunnel somewhere, and and it sounds like it was cut out of something. Like, they didn't, like, fade it in or out or anything to try and make sure that the walk it like I talk it, like, fit or, or, or flowed anywhere. So I think just maybe, like, the yeah, my ear is a little... on its own for sure, though. Right. So I don't know. I think that was almost intentional because if right. you notice the yeah. first the first half of the chorus he does it kind of in like a triplet way and then he does it more on the beat mm-hmm. the second time around. So he actually switched to, sw- switches up the way he says walk it like I talk it. That's true. So it like it, it I think that makes it catchier, which is one of those like I don't know if that was a producer who came up with that or if that was Quavo, but that little subtle like change in the in the the rhythm definitely does add to the catchiness of it. Work. All right. And I'm going to throw this song out here. You guys feel free to say whatever you guys want, but I wouldn't be surprised if this one be a low key hit. This be a track 11, Gang Gang. And the reason I say that is just, it's the, it's the most pop leaning record on the album. The beat is like full on white girl at Coachella status. I think like uh, the record is, it's like Migos is still on that street shit, but the beat. It's so poppy, and the song is called Gang Gang. I kind of like the fact that those two things are, like, going against each other. The beat sounds like a trap version of, like, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You style beat. <laughs> oh, man. I, I personally Yo, don't love the song. Me. Oh, man. I, yeah. I personally don't love the song, but, hey, it's uh, it's definitely pop-leaning, and uh, the instrumental is begging to be on the radio. So, I mean, yeah, I'll give it that. It's banging. You know, it's, I mean... Almost all these tracks have have banging ass beats on them. Uh, it's one of the shortest songs on the album, so it's 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 in, it's out, doesn't yeah. overstay its welcome. And these I dudes say "gang" that. what like seventies something times, seventy seven times yeah. on our, this song. Yeah. Ben uh, from Through the Crate counted, so I want to shout that out to him. He said seventy seven times. They said gang. gangs. In this song. <laughs> That's a lot of gags. <laughs> That's a Shit. lot of gags. And uh yeah, man. So but you know, that's how that's how you knock out 
songs in 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Right. And, uh, just, just repeat. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, is there any more songs you guys want to bring up that you think could possibly become something? Or do you guys want to hop into, like, another question? I mean, I mean, the only other one for me is, is possibly the Post Malone track, just because it's Post, Malone, Post Malone. And everybody yeah. is all on Post Malone right now. Um, I'm not a huge Post Malone fan. Uh, like, the Rockstar joint to me was just okay. Uh is everybody on Post Malone right now, though? Yes. I was going to say that, too, because every time I talk to somebody, they go, I don't like Post Malone. But really? his, his right. records are moving units. But, yeah. but they're moving units due to finagling, right? Rockstar did have some... Finagling. So but, it's, the it's video, some... but the music video also has like over 100 million views, too. True. So. But, I think, but I think the thing about Post Malone is that he's getting... Um, like. People that don't really like him checking him out because they want to see why they don't like him or type yeah. that type of shit. He's you know on I mean? that like all news is good, all news yeah. is good news type thing. All publicity is good publicity oh, or whatever. Oh yeah, no, I, I definitely yeah. do not agree with anything this man says. Half right. the shit that comes out of his mouth, he's just like, oh, I, I hate hip hop. I'm just yeah. doing this. I'm just making music. You for need me. lyrics. Don't listen to hip hop. Right. Like, fuck like, you, dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> like get the fuck Who's out of here. Paying your bills right now. Yeah. Shut the fuck right. up. Right. Exactly. Take your brains out, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the appropriation is real. They too tight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With, with that being said, man, let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick something to you guys like this. Uh, is there anything else po- on the positive side you guys want to talk about? Is there any beats you enjoyed? Any features that stood out to you, or just any small moments that like you kind of just appreciated for yourself that you want to bring up on this pod? I, I'll run through some small things, and then you guys just feel free to. Uh, Chime in. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so I'm going to bring up track number 13, Crown the King. And, like, for me, I fuck with this beat because, like, just, like, uh, the sample uses that vocal sample from Bob Marley's Get Up Stand Up. When you hear stand up all the time, that's where uh, that's from Bob Marley. And I find it funny, the usage of that song, because it's, like, they take it from a Marley song that's about, like, revolution and standing up to the impressors. And then Migos just, like, really don't give a fuck and then flip it into about a song about killing snitches and living the lavish life. And I kind of appreciate just, like, that straight up, like, yeah, we about to flip these Marley uh, samples into songs about killing snitches and living the lavish life. How'd you guys feel about that record? I don't even know if I want to comment on that. <laughs> just like that, that just that just hurt my soul the way he just did that. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's 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 Migos being Migos, right? Right. I mean, they uh, when it comes to content, it's very. Uh, Surface. Very surface, <laughs> you know. It's like it's like an oil sheet over the ocean, and it's like they they never really penetrate the surface. They're just always kind of sitting on top. You know, mm-hmm. they can be on this big old body of water, and it's just they're just gonna sit right up there on top. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm Let's not really on. feeling it. I mean, I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to bring up this track. Uh, track number 10, Too Much Jewelry. For me, I love this beat. Uh, the piano work from Beethoven is always money. I'm always True. happy when Beethoven's on these trap yeah. records because the piano work does kind of like break up that 808 that's so heavy in these albums. And just a disclaimer, this is a record made by rappers 
for rappers. Right. I don't want to see anybody on the dance floor popping their two skinny gold chains when I'm out <laughs> drinking. No. Just because you have a little jewelry don't mean you got too much jewelry. All right. <laughs> so, so don't be that guy out there. But uh, too much jewelry, uh, I appreciate the beat on that record at uh, Beethoven Owes Money. You guys like that at all? Or? I mean, man, too much jewelry is... They definitely have too much jewelry. Like, like <laughs> I mean, when it comes to new school rappers and people with just some of the most ridiculous chains you've ever seen, like, the Migos are ridiculous, man. Yeah, they'll, I mean, they'll make a slick Rick blush. Yes. Right. I mean, because everything's got ice. Everything is just... And it's, it's just... It is definitely too much jewelry. Like, I mean, it, it, it explains the Migos in a nutshell, you know? I mean... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard recently, Quavo got in trouble for, for punching a jeweler... For beating the, the crap out of a jeweler because uh, the Migos didn't want to pay him. Oh God! You know, oh, so it's God. like these guys are serious about their jewelry. Like they're they're willing to punch a jeweler for their jewelry. So, so I mean, uh, it's a real ass song. It's I guess. Real. Like yeah, no, they they are they are really serious about their jewelry. And I mean, uh, no, yeah, the the beat is hot on that one for sure. You know, Zaytoven, like you said, really smooth uh, with the keys, kind of blends the eight oh eights, and it's it's definitely a different sound because it kind of takes that heaviness out of it. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, uh, too much jewelry is is a decent track. For yeah, sure. all right. I agree. Uh, I don't really have much more. <laughs> it's uh, like he already got it. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up a couple features. Feel free to uh, type chime in. And then on track 21, two player. I'll say this: since ditching the name Titty Boy, two chain has been getting better every year. It feels like, and I think on this record, he drops another solid verse for his catalog. Two chains. Uh, his verse was like a mix of his style blended in with like Migo style ad lib, which he was doing, which I thought was dope. And um, I'm better than you at this rip shit, at this uh, rich shit. Braggadocious raps to me is my favorite type of two chains, and uh, that's what two chains we get on this record. So I really like that. I definitely agree. I mean, two chains has a show on Viceland. That's like the richest shit in the world. Like he tries the richest shit in the world. Like that's the yeah. that's the one thing that Two Chains can do is is, is be being rich. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> and a lot of people sleep. Don't sleep. Two Chains has bars. Like yes. this motherfucker can rap. Like rippity rap. If you wanted him to, he can rip, rap circles around you. So I definitely agree with you with, with, with having him on this feature. Yeah, Word. man. Two Chains. I mean, he's he's one of my favorites in the whole trap genre of rap i mean because he does kind of have those braggadocious bars um he is charismatic he'll say some funny shit but then he'll also flip a random metaphor we're like wait did he really just say that oh shit you know and so uh he definitely i mean he definitely showed up the migos on their own track yeah uh which which i love because i mean two chains is damn near 40 yeah and he and you know he's he's running with these young boys so you know shout out to shout out to two chains for sure Word, word. And this next this next one I'm going to bring up is a little polarizing, so I'm going to just to see what you guys say. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, I appreciate uh, track number 17, Motorsport. I like the verse from Nikki. Uh, I appreciate her being super petty on her verse. Her verse, <laughs> her verse is just truly on some fuck the competition shit. I'm not sure who she's talking about, but I think she's talking about everybody. <laughs> uh, my favorite bar she says is, uh, all your friends is dead. You can get this Uzi. I yeah. really like that bar from her. And uh, and then actually most of the bars I would say are directed at Remy Ma, especially the uh, weak weak ass lace front bar that she uh, she dropped. Right. And uh, yeah, man, what, what, did you guys feel any type of way about the Nikki verse? And while we're on this track, did you guys feel any kind of way about the um, 
Cardi B verse who's been winning mm-hmm. since last year. I liked Cardi B's verse. Um, I'm Tata Gasolina. Yeah. <laughs> That that shit like I no that shit has energy as fuck like it it may not be like super bar heavy because I mean that's not what, what? Cardi she does. She rides the dick like a BMX. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she turns offset on. Nah, let me stop. Um, but like, but at the same like, so Cardi comes with that energy, and I I really uh, like that. And then, uh, but Nicki Minaj like she does she she killed that verse. She killed that verse. Like you can't even as much as I don't really listen to Nicki like that, like, you have to admit, like, you know, give credit where credit's due. Yeah, I mean, and it was one of her standout verses because she hasn't had a standout verse in... How long? In forever. Exactly. You know, it's been so long, so it's... She's already lowered the bar so far for herself just in her past performance. I mean, she has, what, two records um, or two albums to her name at this point? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's still claiming to be at the top. It's like, no, you have to, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, I mean, that's what this, <laughs> yeah. this industry is right now, so. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, her her verse on Motorsport definitely brought her back into the conversation. Like, oh, yeah, Nikki can rap. That's right. Yeah. Forgot about oh, that. That's, mm-hmm. Is that that chick from Monster? Right, right. Oh, yeah, that chick from exactly. Monster verse. Yeah, she does have bars. Uh, I don't know. I I thought it was genius having them go back to back, like Nikki first. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Acardi first and then Nikki. Um and them kind of taking shots. It would seem like they were taking shots at each other. And the whole drama around the song, you know, it it definitely well, helped to create a little buzz. I think that yeah. drama around the song, like, now that looking back, like, I think it, it, it's kind of unfortunate. Because, I mean, like, yeah, there may have been some tension between the two of them, but they got on the same song. So, like, just let it go. I mean, we mm-hmm. already know that, like, Nikki is going at, like, Remy all the time. And Remy's, well, excuse me, that's that's verse, yes. uh, vice versa. Because yeah. Remy's going at Nikki all the time. But, um... I just think it was it was a moment missed. I think that that we could have just been like, let's just have these two females be on our track and it'd be all right, you know. But in, in the video, they were not seen together. No, but I, I mean, you don't have to like somebody to get money with them. True. That's why the verse is there. Exactly. Amen. <laughs> Amen. But uh, yeah, um, I think we pretty much covered almost everything on that needs to be covered on this album. I would say a lot of it kind of like blends in together. So. You know, if we talk about every track, track to track to track, we'll pretty much be saying this song slaps over <laughs> and over. But uh, yeah, with that being said, we're going to slip switch over to the dislike side. And one small quick thing I'm going to say before we flip over that I appreciate is I like that they spelled uh, all their track lists the way they say words. Like uh, <laughs> like they said top down on the north. And yeah. they spelled N-A-W-F. And I really appreciate that for some odd reason. Yeah, you go ahead and appreciate, dude. I don't get it. That's how they say it. I like I know, it. I know that's how they say it, but I'll just be like, all right, cool. All right. <laughs> I'm messing with you, bro. <laughs> Let's switch over to the dislike. Right. No, no, because I don't fuck with nobody. Yeah, I don't fuck with nobody, like at all. Nobody. So it's very soon. Um, all right, do you guys want me to take the lead on like a dislike record, or did you guys find anything here that you dislike? What's the worst song on the album? I mean... Oh, uh, man, uh... So, so for me, it's it's. I don't think it's the worst song, but it's like, why would you make this song on your record? Open it up, cause it sounds so much like the um, the um, Dead's Dead's, right? Dead's from First yeah. Culture. 
from the ad libs to the vibe, the production, like it's it, it's it's the same fucking song. Yeah, uh, open it up was pretty egregious. Like for me, that song let me know that. Every song they recorded is on the album. Yep. Yes. Because it's right. just like they didn't geez. cut anything. Yeah, it's like this is a total run back. So yeah, open it up. I definitely agree. Most egregious song on the album. And that Still, would pro- that ahead. would probably be like my biggest critique of the whole album because I don't even have like a single album that I'm upset with or not album. Excuse me, single song that I'm upset with. I'm upset with the length of the album, and I, I, it seems to be that this is going to be the norm because I can't I can't stand having the, like. Us as podcasters, we know that we have to listen to every single fucking song because <laughs> make my, we make my make job, my job hard. hard for sure. Yeah. And like yeah. again, I'm not a Migos fan like that, but I listen to the whole fucking thing, and there it's it's monotonous. You know what I mean? Like it's the same thing over and over until you get to that Narcos, and then you go, and then you get to that Stir Fry, and then you go, and then maybe you'll get to Made Men. And then you go, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's monotonous. So that would be my biggest critique of this album is that y'all just put out whatever you recorded and gave it to us and didn't really care. Yeah. Just trying to get our 10 cents per stream. So as many songs out. Right. Make some money. And uh, yeah, to co-sign with you about, cause I'm podcasting Mm -hmm. is this album really had me questioning if I want to keep reviewing albums because like, I was like if these albums coming out super long and this going to be the formula for streaming from now on it was like, I, I do not want to be sitting here listening to these 24 songs over and over and over exactly. it's just too much it's- and um, I'm going to go into like one single song I disliked feel free to chime in and I'm going to go with uh, I, to me there's one song that stands out for the wrong season for the wrong reason and it's track number seven, Emoji a Chain. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, man, not not even a beat from Metro Boomin could save this record. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this record proves that Emojis has no place in this world outside of text messages. <laughs> not, even, <laughs> not even Migos could make Emojis cool enough to rap about. Even if you cover your Emoji in diamonds... Or surround your emoji with heavy 808s. It's still kind of lame. The lesson we learn here is simple. If you're talking about emojis outside the construction of a text message, it just comes off as childish. The emoji movie, childish. Right? Emoji pillow, childish. Track seven, emoji on the chain, childish. (laughs) And and, uh, that's how I'll go ahead and close that out. You guys can feel free to chime in if you guys want. (laughs) No, I think you said it good. Yeah, man. I I mean, there it is. Like, Emoji Movie was pretty bad. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. I didn't even watch it. But I'm just like, what is this emoji billboard that's all over Chicago right now? (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm not watching that movie. Fuck that. Yeah, keep your Sorry. emojis in your text message. And, For sure. Uh, with that being said, let's hop into our grade of the album. I'll go first, kind of, and then you guys can feel free to go next. And for me, this album, too long. Uh, I think there's a good album here somewhere. You just have to minus 12 songs, 13, 14 songs. You have to take that away and you have a good album. But with all this fat on here, I'm gaining too much weight listening to this album. <laughs> too much fat. And I'll give this album a C minus. There's good moments, but it's barely there, and I have to search for it when I do when I do get there. So C minus. Uh, album's too damn long. Uh, you guys have the floor. 
Uh, yeah, so for me, it's honestly echoing a lot of what you just said. It's it's like, it's not my job to cut out the songs I don't like and make a 12-song <laughs> album that I can actually sit and listen to. That's your job, Migos. You're supposed to cut out the stuff that I don't, I'm not going to like and give me something I'm going to like. So uh, half this album is, is, is pretty good. Um, but even the, the half that I did like is still not good enough to make up for the other half. So, so for me, I, I got to give it a solid D. Just because it's just it's it's just too much. It's too long. The highs aren't high enough to 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 bring up the rest of the bottom. So I hear yeah. that. And yeah. So I I gotta agree. I give it the same grade. It's a D. It's a D to me because one uh, again we we keep echoing the same sentiment. It was way too long. Like if you really want us to actively listen to your album, why would you give us twenty four songs? Who in the in in this in this uh, society right now in this time sits down and listens to an album of twenty four songs all the way through? Like if you want us to di- digest something like that, you need to trim it down. This is truly an American fucking album, <laughs> as they want you to consume it. Are they from Texas, <laughs> exactly. Everything's bigger than in, in Atlanta. I don't know, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a D. Word, I, I definitely agree with everything you guys said, and I want to say just uh, thank you guys for coming on this pod. We're gonna go ahead and close out here. Is there anything you guys want to plug before we uh, head out? Um, if we actually uh, did a review of this um, album on our podcast too, uh, so you guys can check that out, and we actually have um, a uh, an upcoming episode um, coming out in regards to uh, what Black Panther. Yes. So because oh, that that uh, that uh, album just came out, so that's that's gonna be dope. And we also want to thank you, Will, for uh, letting us you know come on on the the podcast and showing us some love. We really appreciate it, and want to do this again sometime if you're available. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. So there you go, guys. Through the Crate Podcast, you guys heard them. Check them out. They're great. They're great on here. So uh, go ahead and uh, give them a listen. And if you guys are here, you guys can find us on Twitter at hhr underscore pod. Let us know your thoughts and uh. It's all love. All right. Michelle. Thank you. Deuces.